someone is talking about you. Walk with your head up, otherwise you may miss someone. Do not text LOL unless you are truly laughing out loud, you liar. Dear Composer Quest listeners, it's me, Charlie McCarran, your composer host in Minnesota. And today, I'm pleased to bring you a special episode announcing the sixth official Composer Quest quest. If you're new to the podcast, these quests are music writing challenges I put forward to you listeners to stretch your creativity a little bit. They're kind of a way for you to apply what you've learned from my interviews with composers and songwriters. So for this new quest, we're going to be doing fortune cookie songwriting. The rules are simple. One, eat at a restaurant that has fortune cookies. Two, draw a fortune. Three, create a piece of music inspired by your fortune, which can have lyrics or be an instrumental. So that's the basic premise. But from there, we have some optional bonus points. First of all, if you'd like to be featured on the official Composer Quest Fortune Cookie album, submit a recording of your song for my consideration by December 14th at 11.59 p.m. Central Standard Time. This album will be free to download on Bandcamp, and so I ask that you send me a high-quality WAV or AIFF file And please use a site like wetransfer.com or Dropbox so that my inbox isn't clogged up with your attachments. Thank you. And my email is charlie at composerquest.com. Also, if you could send me a picture of your fortune itself, that would be awesome. Bonus point number two. Six lucky ComposerQuest fans can come have dinner with me and some ComposerQuest guests If you're near Minneapolis and free on Thursday, November 14th, just email me, and the first six people to email me can get the invite. Also, the first person to email me back will get a free dinner on me. So again, charlie at composerquest.com. If you don't live in Minneapolis, but you'd still like to get involved, you can of course go out to eat at an Asian restaurant by yourself, or preferably with friends. Or you could even meet up with other ComposerQuest fans in your area. I'd be happy to put you in touch with cool songwriters and composers in your city if you want to email me. Once again, charlie at composerquest.com. And one other cool thing I imagine happening is that after your dinner party goes off to write their own songs, you guys could all come back together for a casual listening party. And there you could share your songs, either recordings of them or It could be a little living room performance or something. Another option is that you could team up with the people you go out to dinner with and write a song together based on one or more of your fortunes. So either way, I hope this quest is a laid-back and fun experience for you. Now, to help you get into the fortune cookie songwriting spirit, I'd like to share a talk I had with someone who has appeared on several Composer Quest episodes without you even knowing it. He's a talented drummer who has played with the Spencer McGillicuddy guys, Mitch and Ryan from Episodes 1 and 2, Peter Fry from Episode 3, Paul Spring from Episode 11, and Joe Maylander of the Okie Dokie Brothers from Episode 9. He also drummed on that Okie Dokie Brothers Grammy-winning album, Can You Canoe? 
it's about time I had him on the show. So let's get to my talk with the talented Jed Anderson. Jed, welcome to the Composer Quest recording studio. Thanks, Charlie. In addition to being a fantastic drummer and editor, little did I know, Jed is also a fortune cookie writer himself. Enthusiast. Enthusiast. I'm an enthusiast. We- if I if I've never been published, so I can't really quite say that I'm mm. a fortune cookie writer. When did you start becoming a fortune cookie enthusiast? Well, it started in college when I was in my final year as an English major and starting to think seriously, seriously <laughs> about where I was going to find employment as an English major, like what kind of writing gig, different writing gigs are there out there, you know? And one that had come to mind as a joke that I always thought was pretty funny was, who's writing fortune cookies? Who's writing that? And who at least does the choosing? You know, who's the fortune cookie editor, I guess, for, for Fortune Cookie Magazine? <laughs> <laughs> and that is your and so that was, job. Yeah, that prompted me to be like, well, what happened? What I, can I just sit down? And I, so I sat down for an evening and just tried to type out as many fortunes as I could think of. Old MacDonald had a farm, but he sold it. It's the reason we sing that sad, sad song about him. Do not sell the farm. Your topic of a fortune cookie fortune as a song assignment is interesting because there are different types of fortune cookie fortunes in yeah. the same way that there are genres of music that, that you can categorize them. They fall into things like the Hallmark kind of, you know, they're sappy, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. groaners. Close mm. to like the inside of a dove chocolate yeah exactly dove chocolate fortunes (laughs) yep very much like that those exist um the puzzling logic ones the uh the ones that are kind of confucius the one the they have long big words and they might be like reverse logic kind of a Mm. deal where that you have to think about it for a second or like does it what does it mean and then you and then you maybe have puzzled it out and then you're like oh it doesn't mean anything um (laughs) And then ones that I really haven't seen before, unless you go to a special restaurant that like serves their own or, or has a, you know, the comical ones, the novelty ones, the ones that are a little bit more ridiculous. I would argue too, that there are a lot of fortune cookies out there that really are more, are just nothing more than advice cookies. Professor Jed, would you please enlighten us with some yeah. of your own fortunes? Sure, sure. Okay, so let's go through some of the different types. So, like, for instance, a Hallmark fortune. Walk with your head up, otherwise you may miss someone. That would be what Ooh. I would consider a Hallmark one. But that also crosses the line into advice cookies, yes. too. Um, puzzling logic. One of those ones that are, like... Strange, this one was, uh, let's see. Questioning oneself is abstaining from malevolence. And you're just like, one, what the... You have to puzzle out what those words mean. And then you have to start putting it together in grammatical sense. And then you come to realize that it just makes no sense. That it's like, oh, jerks. <laughs> that wasn't anything. Or, let's see. This one I ripped off from... a poster I saw once. The pen may be mightier than the sword, but neither boast erasers. 
Ooh, that is good. <laughs> this is one that I wrote that this one crosses the line between the logical and the comical. It says, uh, if you are sad, eat a mango. If you don't have a mango, dance the tango. If you can't dance the tango, then you will be sad. Within sadness lies a conundrum. So I think probably that last part would be the one that would eventually end up on a cookie. But, you know. <laughs> That's a long fortune. <laughs> well, I mean, they're scrolls. They fit in there. That's the thing. Is like, why is it always that same size, too? Anyway, um, let's move on to the comical. When you lose something, you may lose it. So don't worry when you mix up the spelling. <laughs> uh, you may not find food to eat today, but don't worry about it because you are a fat, smelly American. <laughs> um, everyone loves a slinky, but you shouldn't trust advertisements. And then once again, a lot of mine do kind of cross the line into advice. But then my... <laughs> then you have the advice cookies, which are things like, I mean, <laughs> do your laundry. You know, they just have a single... <laughs> Don't forget to turn your alarm on after you set it, you know. <laughs> I was thinking the other day how... I'm trying to remember if th if this was like a thought from like you know like a Dimitri Martin comic bit or something, but the idea of putting somebody's name on an advice cookie, how profound that would be. Of course, mm -hmm. you'd miss 99% of people, but every once in a while, that person that you did hit, if it says "Do your laundry, Kevin," like Kevin's gonna be freaking out. <laughs> He's going to think that's the most amazing fortune he's ever had. Oh, man. That one's going in the wallet, you know? Yeah. That's for it's sure. It's all about getting that fortune in the wallet. That's, that's... the thing. Mm -hmm. How does the fortune end up in the wallet? Because there are so many that you know that are so bad and they end up in the trash. But there's always that one or that two that gets in the back pocket. But yeah. Well, awesome. That's all I've got there. Yeah. Those are, those are yeah. straight from the mind of a college student <clears throat> thinking about the future of the job market <clears throat> never That's... got hired though oh. i never applied so oh, man well <laughs> <laughs> can i tell you another story quick yes about fortune cookies yes please so i was thinking about this one a lot just because it kind of comes down to like we said how does that one fortune end up hitting you so hard that you put it in the wallet or you put it in someplace special you hold on to it that it actually did make you feel like that cookie was talking to you about your life in that moment and it was really special and unique i had one actually it was a double hitter me and joe from the okie dokie brothers i had an an evening where we were sharing some chinese food and talking about working on the can you canoe project i was thinking of moving home and kind of rethinking my life and joe had asked me to stay in the city and live in his living room like, let's just make up a bed here in the corner of the living room, and you'll stay here, and you'll edit this movie for this project that we're working on. Here I am trying to, like, be responsible and think about 
looking for that way of bringing in money and trying to, you know, yeah, just kind of restarting. And here I am being tempted to pursue what some may consider the same frivolous pursuits that I was pursuing. And we talk about the, you know, and makes the offer and blah, blah, blah. The thing is there and it's all on the table and we finish and I open up my fortune cookie and it says, you are talented, creative, and hardworking. Prove it. <laughs> and I was, I was like, oh my God, this is exactly what Joe should have said to me. A challenge, really. I was being challenged to not go home. So I look up to Joe about to tell him how crazy this is. And he's got the same look on his face with this fortune cookie that he's got. So we swap, and Joe said, you would do well to expand your business. Right then and there, it was a yes. We shook hands. I'm moving in. I'm doing this project. And we took the fortunes, and we taped them to the okie-dokie music LLC paper that you get from the, the Secretary of mm -hmm. Business in Minnesota. I don't even know what it is. But anyway, we took them and put them on there, on that plaque and hung it on the wall while we worked to remind ourselves that what we were doing was, it was in the stars. It was in the cookies for us. That's awesome. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> there are millions of bad cookies. In fact, those two cookies, somebody might have thought it were just as bad as any other cookie. But it's all about that serendipitous moment, that, that colliding of people and places and situations, and the simple little crappy fortune that somebody wrote all of a sudden means everything. And it's very similar with music. And very similar, especially even with, you know, with pop music. Like, a lot of it is just miss. You try to hit, and it's just like, whatever, I'm making mathematical guesses here, trying to see if I can connect to somebody. And every once in a while, yeah, you get one. <laughs> it's yeah. nice. Well, thanks so much, Jed, for coming on to help announce this fortune cookie contest. You're welcome, Charlie. Good luck. That was probably the hardest I've laughed in any single Composer Quest interview. So thank you, Jed. So I wish all of you the best of luck as you go out and complete your fortune cookie songwriting. And I'd love to hear about your progress. Either email me, charlie at composerquest.com, or find ComposerQuest on Facebook or Twitter. Now, it's time for... Charlie's Shameless Self-Promotion I thought I would share a song that I recently wrote based on a fortune cookie to show you, yes, it can be done. I'm still working on the lyrics, but this is a demo of my song I'm tentatively calling Sunny. Based on the fortune, there appear to be many clouds, but they quickly pass. It's a good morning to feel lonely It's a good morning to feel blue Cause the gray sky feels like crying too It's a good fortune you're the only One in the subway car with me You hide in your book and let me be 
wouldn't it be funny if the two of us were friends? Days would seem so sunny, the laughs would never end. train ride to Virginia East in the early springtime glow Living free like we'd never grow old Remember the evening that you told me Under a cherry blossom sky You'd love me till the day we die were friends Days would seem so sunny The laughs would never end Have you reached your destination? haven't come to mind The subway station's no place for goodbyes So if you find a little patience If you can spare a little time I'd like to give us one last try Wouldn't it be funny If the two of us were friends Days would seem so sunny The laughs would never end The pen may be mightier than the sword (laughs) The pen may be <laughs> The pen is the pen is mightier. <laughs> <laughs>